0: So today we're going to talk a little bit about Charles L. McComber, who was master of our Lodge 1914, 1915, and 1918. Now, according to the Grand Lodge website, he was initiated on February 18th, 1909, passed to the degree of fellow craft on April 8th, 1909, raised on May 3rd, 1909. So that's pretty quick. Uh, He shows an address of Buena Park, California, just a P.O. box, and let's see, birth date of 1879, death date of 1950. So with that, let's learn a little bit about worshipful Charles McComer. Following is from a book entitled Historical and Biographical Record of Southern California, containing a history of Southern California from its earliest settlement to the opening year of the 20th century. James Miller Gwynn. C. L. McComer. Edgebrook Ranch, the homestead of Mr. McComer, is one of the best known properties of Southern California. Comprising 640 acres, it lies on the Southern Pacific and Santa Fe Railroads in Old Coyote Creek Valley, and adjoins the Emory Place and the famous McNally Ranch. While Mr. McComer has owned and occupied this property for a comparatively brief period only, has nevertheless instituted a number of important improvements, chief among which is the putting down of four wells which furnish an abundance of water for all the needs of the estate. Numerous springs also increase the value of the property for stock raising purposes. 400 acres are of bottom land, unexcelled for the raising of alfalfa and the pasturage of stock. 200 acres are in mesa land, adapted to the growth of citrus and deciduous fruits. There is also a tract of peat land, which recent experiments have proved to be valuable for celery growing. Occupying a commanding location on an elevation is the residence, which overlooks the surrounding mountains and the beautiful valley that stretches for miles away in the distance. Northam Station on the Santa Fe has been built on the ranch, and not far distance is the Buena Park Station, which is the family's post office address. A visitor to the ranch usually sees the fine span of standard-bred bays, of which their owner is justly proud, and he may also be shown as finely matched pair of black colts as can be seen in the entire county of Orange. At Lake Tahoe, El Dorado County, California, C.L. McComber was born March 20, 1867, a son of Freeman and Ellen McComber, natives respectively of Oswego County, New York, and Ohio. As indicated by the name, the family is of Scotch descent. The grandfather, Alonzo McComber, a general contractor, came from New York to California via Panama during the period of the gold excitement, but after a year in 1851, went back east. Again in 1852, he came to the Pacific coast, this time accompanied by his son, Freeman. In 1857, he returned to New York where he died. For a time in early manhood, Freeman McComer engaged in teaching school and in clerking in a Cleveland, Ohio store. His long and eventful career in California began in 1852 when he came via Panama. After a brief experience in mining, he went to Sacramento and became proprietor of a hotel, also engaged in freighting, and conducted a farm. For two terms, he served as public administrator of Sacramento County. In order to quell the lawlessness of the early days, he allied himself with the Vigilance Committee and was a firm adherent of the same, in its efforts to secure law and order. From Sacramento County, he moved to Lake Tahoe, where he purchased 1,500 acres of timberland and began contracting to furnish builders with lumber. Much of his lumber was sent to Nevada City and Carson City, Nevada. At the same time, he furnished lime, plaster, wood, and cement for public buildings. Associated with Governor Stevenson of Nevada, in 1884, Mr. McComber went to San Diego County and purchased the Temecula and Pauba Grants, at the same time organizing the Temecula Land and Water Company and the Pauba Land and Water Company. Of the former, he officiated as president, of the latter as vice president, while he acted as manager of both. Three years after the purchase, the property was sold. As an individual investment, he then bought the Moussaret Ranch of 3,000 acres where he established his home. Another important purchase consisted of two tracks in Oceanside where he platted the first town lots and erected a handsome residence being in fact the first promoter of this now well-known resort by the ocean. Later investments were made in Santa Barbara where he had large real estate holdings and it was in that city his death occurred in 1890. During his busy life he had not attempted to mingle business and politics And aside from voting the Republican ticket and believing most firmly in its principles, he was not identified with politics. The mother of C.L. McComber was a daughter of David Shomp, who was a native of New Jersey and a farmer of Ohio, later settling in Fort Wayne, Indiana, where he died. In 1865, his daughter Ellen came to California and began to teach school at Placerville. The following year, she became the wife of Freeman McComber. They died within a year of each other, her death preceding his. Of their two sons, the younger is George W., a merchant of Santa Barbara. The older, who forms the subject of this article, was educated in El Dorado County, California, and Carson City, Nevada. In 1884, he accompanied his father to San Diego County, and a year later moved to Oceanside. After graduating from a business college at San Bernardino, he went to Santa Barbara, expecting to begin an active business career, but his plans were postponed by reason of an illness that continued 18 months. On regaining his health, he went to the Musseret Ranch in San Diego County, which he improved and operated. On the death of his father, Mr. McComber was appointed administrator of the whole estate, valued at $150,000. The settling of the estate was a most difficult and responsible task, rendered especially onerous on account of the recent decadence of the boom and the consequent enormous depreciation in the value of property. For this reason, the estate shrank to some extent, but the best of it was saved and finally after eight years of almost cons- constant labor he completed the settlement meantime he had not neglected muserat but had made canals on the land bringing water from san luis ray river and had instituted other improvements equally important after his marriage in eighteen ninety three to miss Linnie higgins of los angeles he returned to make his home on the ranch and engaged extensively in farming and stock raising 250 acres of alfalfa, renewed frequently every year, furnished an abundance of feed for his cattle, some of which he brought in from Arizona and New Mexico. In 1898, he sold the ranch and became proprietor of the California Hotel in Los Angeles. But a year later, he traded that property for Edgebrook Ranch in Orange County, where he and his wife, with their two sons, C. Gerald and G. Donald, now make their home. So the interesting things you find as you're searching on the internet for members of your lodge, uh, these next two articles are about Worshipful Charles McComer. First one, rancher fatally shot by employee, perpetrator of deed escapes in buggy, quarrel over money matters leads to crime, police and sheriff's officers searching for man. Charles L. McComer, a wealthy ranch owner of Buena Park near Santa Ana, Orange County, was shot and fatally wounded yesterday afternoon near his home by George White, a ranch hand employed by him. The trouble arose in an altercation over money matters. According to reports received by the local police, White desired to quit his place and asked for a settlement. Mr. McComer told him that a certain sum was coming to him and tendered him that amount. White, it is alleged, refused to accept the sum tendered and said he was entitled to more. A dispute followed and finally the men engaged in a struggle during which White drew a revolver and shot McComber through the body. McComber fell into a ditch at the side of the road where they had been standing and White ran toward the barn where he secured a horse and buggy and escaped by driving away at top speed. An hour elapsed before the body of McComber was found. He was alive but barely conscious. Shortly after he was revived sufficiently to tell of the shooting. The Sheriff of Orange County was at once notified and began a search for White. It is believed that White made his escape to Los Angeles or is in this vicinity, and Sheriff Hamill and the local police are searching for him. So that article was from 1907. And then we wondered if he was fatally shot, how on earth could he have been master of our lodge in 1914, 15, and 18? And we found this other article a little bit later in 1907. Charles M. McComer will recover. Charles L. McComber, the victim of a gun wound, who is well known here and who has been at the point of death at the California Hospital in Los Angeles, is reported to be much improved and probably out of danger. G.W. McComber has just returned home after a week at the bedside of his brother. Doctors Bryant, Hill, and Babcock hope to heal the wound without the removal of the bullet, which is embedded in the back of the head and near the brain. X-ray pictures were taken yesterday and today. Mr. McComber will know more as to his brother's chances. The doctors in charge will not operate until absolutely necessary, owing to the great loss of blood and delicate condition of the patient. Oh, the interesting things we find on the internet. Hope you guys enjoyed this and we'll keep posting more as we learn a little bit more about our past masters. And one last little bit about worshipful Charles L. McComber. I had noticed that uh, a couple times I'd found information mentioning a school. And our Tyler, brother Steve Tubbs, did a little research last night and actually went over to the Historical Society office in Buena Park and found out that uh, all the information we do have on Worshipful Charles McComber is correct. And the school was once Charles L. McComber Intermediate School. And then I guess back in the 80s when school districts were declining. Uh, they tore it down. But after it was Charles L. McComber Intermediate School, it then became Buena Park Junior High School. So for those familiar with the area, the old Buena Park Junior High School used to be named after one of our past masters. Interesting stuff. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment.